Nya, nya, nya. Ba, mba, babue, Zimbabwe. <clears throat> the broken Bunsen burner burns so bright. South, Jamie. Southeast Asian Peninsula. Hey, hey, Jamie. Yes. I think the only line we need from you today is drivers who switch to progressive could say big. Cool. I just got to finish my warm-ups. <clears throat> foul, foul, throw in the towel. History, history. Switch to progressive history. today. Santa ski slalom in a salmon skin suit. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hello, my friends, it's Andy. I uh, never should be texting while I'm going live. Sorry, one sec. Going live, telling one of my friends who just text messaged me. I've already ignored her, uh, I guess, earlier. <laughs> hey, this is Andy. Hey, I had to come on. It's a really unusual time because it's important because there was a great video um, uh, from Dell Bigtree over at the, y, uh, the, the High Wire. I almost called it The Wire. There's another show called The Wire in the same net. Uh, the High Wire. Uh, Dell Bigtree uh, um, is awesome. Uh, I really like watching him. I, I can't catch him all the time because his shows are like mine. They go on forever <laughs> and, and I can't watch them all. But this one, I was riveted. And another reason why is because a friend of mine, uh, Dr. Lisa Coates was on there and she did a fantastic job. But, oh my gosh, I got this thing leaking through here. I got to fix it. Got to take off the back there. Get rid of that thing. All right. Um, but um, some super significant things that I'm going to share with you. And I wanted to share it before his Facebook video got pulled down and the YouTube video got pulled down because definitely it will be pulled down uh, in a very short period of time because of the information that is in there. Uh, and so I wanted to kind of um, uh, use the information before it got pulled down. I want to give, uh, of course, Dell full credit for some of the information that was put out there, but there's two significant things in regard to, um, this thing that we're going through that, you know, this virus. And um, it is uh, one of the answers as to why um, hydroxy, hydroxy, I'm trying to give it another name, that thing, the hydro, hydroxy stuff, it's too late. I've already probably given away and now I'm going to be pulled down too. Um, why they are uh, not allowing that to be used as a potential treatment or a preventative uh, type of medicine. There's a reason why. And it's more than just that people don't like Donald Trump. I, I, surely that is one of the reasons. I believe that's still one of the reasons why some of the Democrats are, are like like foaming at the mouth whenever you hear, say that name. And sometimes I like to say it out loud. I know because it just triggers people to get upset. Um, but it's more than just that. That is one reason, but there's another reason. And I believe he identified it in the show. I'm going to show um, uh, a repeat of that portion of his show. Uh, and I hope he doesn't mind but uh, I think it's important to just at least focus in on that thing. Uh, and then um, there's something I've been telling you, and apparently Della has been telling you too. I didn't see the show where he said this, but at some point we can no longer hide from the virus and we need to go back out. Uh, it, it is it is really shocking when I see people on news and I see people like Neil Cavuto, who's on my screen right now, and some other people say, well, you're, we're seeing a, a secondary uh, you know, event or we're seeing um, a reboot or uh, no. No, what I was saying months ago, way back, way back when, is that, okay, we're going to be all locked down and then it's going to go away, but then we're going to leave and it's going to come back up. I, I don't know what it takes for people to have common sense. I know all of you watching probably have common sense, so you need to show those people that, that you know that, doesn't have a com that don't have common sense that are saying, I can't believe we're having a second round of this. It's not a second round. It is the first round that has been waiting for us to come out of our house, Right. Uh, you could have wolves running around your uh, around the outside of your house waiting to eat you because they're starving. But as long as you're in your house, you're saying, look at that. We're safe. Nothing's happening. We're we're uh, we're OK. 
when you leave, the wolves are going to eat you, right? Or you're going to have to get your gun and kill it. Or you're going to have to have some type of treatment, right? Or you have to have some food to feed the wolves so that they don't eat you. There, there's got to be something because the wolves are still out there. They're not going anywhere. The virus is not going anywhere. Hiding behind your mask is not going to keep you from getting it. Um, you, you have, we have, we have countries that wear masks has been a part of life for years that are now getting it right because what's happening is they're going back out even though they're wearing masks and they're still getting it. Uh, I don't know what it is that people just so have lost all common sense. And so there's another part of um, of Dell's show today on the uh, high wire. Gosh, I want to call it the wire, the high wire, um, where there's a, um, a scientist from back in April who um, said, okay, yeah, we're, we're not having it because we're shutting down everything. We've never done this before. At some point, we're going to have to do what we normally would have done, and that is be out there and get it. That, you know, uh, herd, herd immunity is actually a thing, and we got to get out there. People have to begin to get it. Most people aren't going to get really that sick. Uh, people are going to get sick, and then the older and, and, and people that don't stay home and don't stay quarantined and we don't protect, they may die. So those are the people you have to protect. That is just how we've always done things. Why, why on this one are we doing it different? Um, and, and we have to, or at some point, we're going to have to go out. We're going to have to get our schools open. We're going to go have to, because I know that we're going to have a huge problem if we don't go out. Andy, glad to finally catch you live. I enjoy your show and your truth. Thank you, Rebecca. I appreciate that so much. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah, if you're watching, please comment. I didn't go through any of my sponsors. I'll go through at the end of the show. You know, I, and I'm going to actually put something on there so that you can click in if you want to donate some money towards the show. Uh, the equipment and the time and everything that I'm putting in there um, is beginning to cost some money. And I want to be able to continue to have guests on and I want to do it professionally and I want to beef up the things that I have. And uh, at some point you got to go, you know what? Hey, can you guys help out a little bit if you're not, I'm not saying Rebecca, you have to, but I'm just saying that it would be nice. If you have an extra buck or two, I'm going to put something up, not this show, but uh, I also have sponsors that if you could just buy some coffee, if you, if you, if you like coffee, I think the coffee's fantastic. You'll, you'll, you'll love me for it and you'll thank me for it. Um, and I'm going to put it up just really fast. Um, happycoffee.com go to today's happycoffee.com. If you just get coffee and, and have it shipped to you every month, I get a portion of that. So that would be great. Or if you want CBD oil today's CBD oil, if you use CBD oil, use that URL and buy some CBD oil and get it shipped to you every, every month or every two months or whatever it is you want. And I get a portion of that or a wellness product with Vaseo, todaysvaseo.com. I know I said I was going to do that at the end of the show, but I, I just thought since I'm talking about, it, let's do it now. All right. So I'm going to talk about those two things. I first, if you don't mind, I want to share something about the great Dr. Lisa Coach that I did not really realize. I mentioned to her on the show when I was interviewing. If you missed that show, make sure and scroll down. It's still up. Nobody's taking it down. I think I was pretty careful and saying they were not saying the wrong words. As last I checked, it's still up. And we talked about some pretty cool stuff. But um, she also talked about, and I talked about that, you know, the one uh, vaccine that I think everybody should take and doesn't have to worry about. And that is just good supplements and wellness products and taking care of yourself. That's, that's, a, that's a vaccine right there. I know in the, in the description or the uh, definition of a vaccine, that's not a vaccine. But what I'm saying is, is that the, the way to get around, you know, getting really sick, even when there is some type of pandemic, because if you're healthy, right, every study, uh, even even the, the the crazy Dr. Fauci, which uh, I don't I don't know what's going on with him, um, but um, has said people that are healthy generally do well, right? If you're unhealthy and have other issues, which that may not may or may not be your own fault, then you're going to have issues. If you're a smoker, if you have respiratory problems, if you're diabetic, if you're overweight, if you have heart problems, you're going to not do well. But but how do you do well? Supplement your life, and um, and I'm going to show you back in. Um, I'm gonna share my screen here really quick. I'm gonna show something that not a lot of people share very often, but back in April, you're gonna see right here, I did a phone call. Uh, April, I'm not 58, where'd they get 58? <laughs> I'm gonna sue them. Uh, no, I'm not 58. So uh, April 5th, <laughs> this is me though. That's my name, Andy Falco Jimenez right there. Uh, and I'm not 58, so don't, uh, uh, yeah, so don't uh, ignore that, especially if you're a single woman who was uh, thinking that you might want to call me and go on a date. All right. Uh, <laughs> so on April, on April, when was that? I, what did I just say? April something. April, April, April. Oh, uh, man. 9-1. Why is it saying 9-1? 
Hold on. I'm looking. I'm sorry for the silence, but I'm looking for there it is. April 5th down here at the bottom. I don't know why that says nine one up there because that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But I, I'm telling you right down here where it says five four five twenty twenty at four uh, four fourteen p.m. I called uh, and then uh, this doctor called me back and they said, how are you feeling? And I said, um, I'm generally healthy, except for I have tightness in my throat. My esophagus feels scratchy and tight. Uh, I do have a little bit of a cough. Um, uh, not all the time. I didn't have a thermometer, so I couldn't check my temperature. I felt, I felt dizzy. Uh, but at that time I didn't have any shortness of breath. And I, and I think that was true, but I also had something that I didn't say because she didn't ask. And that was diarrhea. Why am I bringing up this gross stuff with you right now is because I went to Kaiser Permanente, uh, the other day to pick up, uh, some stuff for my kid. I would, my, one of my children needed a prescription filled. And so they stayed home. I went because they were sick and you don't want to take anybody that's sick to the, to anywhere near Kaiser. And I went there, uh, and, um, and this was just the other day. And they said, uh, before we let you in, we got to take your temperature and we have to ask you a bunch of questions. Do you have a uh, cough? Uh, no. Do you have uh, a tightness in your throat? No. <laughs> Do you have diarrhea? Do you have, right? All the symptoms I just read. And, the, and I, at the time I had diarrhea, I hate to tell you this, but at the time I did on that moment, later in the day, I did not, but early in the morning I did. I don't know. I must've ate something. And they said, well, we can't let you in because that's one of the symptoms. Now, why am I bringing this up? Because at that time on that phone call, I had more than just one of the symptoms. I had uh, four or something, three or four of the symptoms. And in the end of the call, she says, well, you may have it, but right now I'm saying that you probably don't. It's probably other stuff going on. Um, and so we want you to stay home. If you get worse, then come in. So the advice of Kaiser at the time was when you get worse, when you get really sick, then come see us. Like, well, if I had some of the thing, why wouldn't you say, hey, come in. We have some things that will help you now. Like early identification of most diseases is the key to not being killed by the disease, is it not? Uh, right. Uh, and so why? And if you have any comments, please put down any comments you have or it, maybe I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong if I'm wrong. But at the time I'm thinking, well, I go, well, I go, really? <laughs> like, what if I you know, what if this is the early stages? Is there nothing you have no advice as to how I could mitigate my chances of actually having full blown COVID-19? And they said, no, nope, no, nope, just in, when you get worse. Uh, you, you need to then call us and then we'll like isolate you on some planet or put you in a nursing home um, and where you're going to be fine. But the other people won't because we're going to give it to them and they're going to die. Um, and so no, and so there was nothing. And so that is when I went online and said, there's got to be something. If if I at the time I, I just knew just that scratchy throat and the way I felt kind of like I was tired all the time, which, again, was is one of the symptoms. Maybe there's something I can do to kind of, uh, you know, stop my chances for getting full blown COVID-19. So I'm looking over here to my right because I have a stack of vitamins that I interviewed Lisa Koch at the time, coach at the time, and she had a list of vitamins to take. And if you don't know that list, um, I'll try to find the link and, and, and put it on in the, in the comments when I find it. Uh, but she gave me a whole bunch of, so here is uh, all the vitamins, right? Here's a bunch of vitamins, um, uh, uh, fish oil, um, monolorian, uh, D3, 10,000 IUs. Uh, what else is there? Uh, vitamin E uh, and more. There's other ones here, zinc uh, and um, curcumin, and uh a and there's some and vitamin c and so i she she has this list she gives me this list and she says here's a list of vitamins take those that will boost your immune system and we've had you know we've had success in in helping people boost their immune system to make them less vulnerable to getting really sick from not only COVID 19 but other things and and these are the things that seem to work right now and this is what we're telling everybody a lot of doctors are prescribing this but you don't you're not hearing about it now we did hear about vitamin c and zinc and maybe some other stuff but not many of these other things but her protocol was given to me and kind of under the radar well, I, I, that scratchy throat, my the dizziness uh, or not dizziness, my um, being kind of tired and lethargic and um, the diarrhea, everything went away. Everything I went <laughs> solid and healthy. All right. And everything was good. Uh, and um, but where is where is that when you see the doctors on television saying, hey, these are here's a, a vitamin protocol that seems to be working. And Lisa said, I don't think she she made this up. Right. I think there's other people that are doing it. 
Where is that information? Why is this being blocked? Why is uh, hydroxychloroquine? Why is that being demonized? And and now you now doctors can't even prescribe it and find it. Um, uh, you know uh, the um, oh my gosh, what are the, the the pharmacies that are out there? You know the pharmacies, whatever ones are are saying that you know well we can't give it to you. Uh, if you, your doctor can't describe it, uh, prescribe it to you, and, and if you take something, they're not going to give it to you. Why is this happening? Why uh, why is the FDA taking it off uh, uh, as a as a as a as a as a drug that can be prescribed? What what what's happening? There's got to be something else out there uh, happening other than just a political thing against the president of the United States because he said that he takes it. Right? That was one of the things he says he takes it, and he's been fine. Uh, and and other doctors, I've heard we take it uh, on a regular basis. We assign it to the doctors who work in hospitals. I've heard this um, from other doctors. And it's, it's so it's a preventative so that we uh, can. It's just one of those things that we can possibly take that may keep us from getting it. So why? Why is this happening? Well, I'm going to play a video right now for you. And this, again, is from uh, Dell Big Trees uh, show, The High Wire. And I just discovered this today. This is really interesting. Uh, did you notice that I coach his Facebook post with it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, April asked me. No, oh, I can't put it up right now. Hold on. I need to. I'm getting a bunch of messages here, which are blocking my ability to work there. <laughs> Hold on. It's okay. All right. Oh, sorry for that freeze frame there. I'm getting all kinds of stuff. All right. So here is, again, Dell Bigtree from The High Wire. And here, this is so interesting. And I and I need I know I need to show this now. And I knew I needed to come on live because I want to show you this thing that's going on. Oh, you know what I did as I was busy trying to do it? I forgot to do one thing. April, just shoot me if I do this again. Can hey, April help me remind the guys over at StreamYard to make the audio the default? Because I constantly am forgetting <laughs> to hit that button. Can you help me, April, please? Uh, they need to make it so that it's the default and then I have to click off so there is no audio. I, I really think that's a better way to go uh, than anything else. All right. So hold on. Let me... Um, also get rid of this lower third so it's not uh, in the way. Hold on. I'm going to get rid of that. All right. Yay. Share screen. <clears throat> Chrome tab. Share audio because that's important because you have to hear this. Here we go. All right. So. That allows emergency use. Right? Now, this is something the CDC wants to be a part of. We want emergency use. So look at what the criteria is. The declaration by HHS Secretary of Emergency Situation Leading to Serious or Life-Threatening Disease or Condition, meaning HHS has to declare this is an emergency. There has to be evidence of an effectiveness for product intended to address emergency, in this case, the COVID-19 vaccine. And the E-Way e e standard is it may be effective. Wow, that's impressive, isn't it? Well, no, there's a chance it could be effective. That's all we need. That's all we need to go ahead and let people get it. Uh, there has to be known and potential benefits of the product that outweigh the known and potential risks of the product. The intended use, e.g., number of individuals to be traded and risk uncertainties impact application of e-way effectiveness standard. But here's the big one. There can be no adequate approved and available alternative. No adequate and approved alternative. There can't be any other way to treat it in order for us to force this vaccine on you without proper long-term safety trials. I mean, am I doing my job here? This is what a reporter is supposed to do, right? What could possibly be the motivation for the head of our, you know, health task force who happens to work at NIH where they own patents in the Moderna vaccine? Well, besides owning patents and besides the ability to make millions of dollars themselves, what would be the other potential, you know, motivation, right? It's kind of like law. Lawyers got to come up with the motivation for the crime. Well, in this case, could it be that if we have a treatment like hydroxychloroquine that is showing between anywhere between 60 to 99% uh, success rate, even Ford Medical Center, uh, one of the big research hospitals looked at six hospitals, thousands of patients, said they had half the deaths in the group that got the hydroxychloroquine. So would you want to kill that study uh, at and, and just say, I don't, I don't accept uh, Ford Medical Center because actually, if they're right, we can't use 
the emergency use for the vaccine. We dug a little deeper, just in case you're saying, well, that was kind of vague, it was just the line. So what did they mean there can be no alternative? We looked it up the FDA. They have the emergency use authorization of medical products and related authorities, guidance for industry and other stakeholders. We went and looked up, well, what would it mean uh, to have no alternatives? Here is the exact definition. For FDA to issue an e-way, there must be no adequate approved and available alternative to the candidate product for diagnosing, preventing, or treating the disease or condition. Remember, people are using hydroxychloroquine in uh, 200 milligram doses every other day or so that are on frontline doctors, so they're using it as a preventative. We also remember that that 2005 study, that really pesky study that uh, um, by the NIH that Fauci knows about that said that the hydroxychloroquine is not only appearing to be effective against SARS coronavirus, uh, at stopping it and mitigating its effects, it also can, can be a preventative, uh, be used as a preventative. So let's read the rest of this. So we know it does all of those things based on a study in 2005 by Fauci's NIH. Um, a potential alternative product may be considered unavailable if there are insufficient supplies. We don't have that problem of the approved alternative to fully meet the emergency need. A potential alternative product may be considered inadequate if, for example, there are contraindicating data for special circumstances or populations, e.g. children, uh, immunocompromised individuals, or individuals with a drug allergy. If a dosage form of an approved product is inappropriate for use in a special population, a tablet for individuals who cannot swallow pills, for instance, or if the agent is or may be resistant to approved and available alternative products. I mean, look at that whole last part of this would be an argument against any vaccine usage at any time because everybody's different, right? There is no one size fits all. All right. So that was a, that's a game changer. Uh, uh, for me. Um, again, this is just one show uh, re uh, revealing uh, actual documentation, but um, it, it's just like you, the doctor and I, Dr. Lisa and I, uh, were, I was asking her, why, what is the motivation? Why are they doing this? And she was kind of not sure either. But this was before uh, I had this information because I, I definitely would have asked her about it. But it sure, I mean, because one of the reasons I, and I, I believe this is true, I do believe at least those people that don't do research like myself or Dell or maybe even you watching, um, that they just listen to the news and they listen to their Democrat um, uh, leaders who say, well, because Donald Trump says it's a good thing, we're all gonna say that it's a bad thing. There surely is a large portion of our, of our community here in the United States um, because other countries are also banning, but there are also other countries that have uh, take it like aspirin on a daily, like in India, they take it like, uh, like an aspirin and it's over the counter. Right? Lisa, do, uh, Dr. Lisa said it's, a, you know, it's sold over the counter in other countries, but here you can't even prescribe it. And now not only are you, can, can you not prescribe it, they're just, they're banning it and saying you can't use it. And here it is, here's the proof, or here's one set of uh, evidence, pieces of the puzzle that says, well, we can't get you to, we can't rush out this emergency vaccine and, and possibly even force every person in the United States to begin to take it if there is an alternative. So if there is an alternative, then they can't rush out the, the virus and they can't force it upon us because we have hydroxychloroquine that seems to be working. But no, they're not allowed, they're going to not allow that to be a thing. They're not going to allow the supplements, right? The, the list of uh, protocol for supplements, because if people take a, a, you know supplements that keep them from getting it, that also is bad because maybe there's people that can't take the hydroxychloroquine, but maybe they can take all the supplements. And so we now have another percentage of the population who's, who is not going to get this thing. We need people that, to be uh, uh, susceptible to getting it, right? So we got to block all this stuff. We can't have healthy people. We can't have people that are taking something as a preventative and we can't definitely have a solution to COVID-19. That is a, that won't allow us to sell this vaccine. What kind of freaking world are we living in right now? Uh, and you got Facebook, Twitter, um, YouTube helping them. What in the world is going on? You cannot say anything. My video will be shut down. Uh, April just said, um, uh, right here, April just said, did you notice that Dr. Coach's Facebook post his was taken down? 
Uh, yes. As a matter of fact, she messaged me and says, Andy, can you believe they took it, took it down? Um, and uh, I think my plain wrap of mine has been, but nobody finds it because mine's so plain wrap. So it's hard for people to find it. Um, but her, uh, hers, you know, had some stuff in there right away that people uh, identified people being YouTube, Facebook, um, uh, Twitter, uh, the, the oligarchs and these uh, um, uh, organizations. And they're, they're stifling good doctors. Now, who would you rather listen to? And let's just say that Dr. Fauci is legit. I'm not saying that he is. He's been wrong. I'm, I'm, I feel I sound like Trump now. He's been wrong more than than he's been right. All right. So you got this guy. Let's just say that he's he's you know he, he doesn't have any. He's not married to somebody who has a financial interest in it. Let's say that none of these other things matter. But who would you still rather listen to? Somebody who's looking at numbers and charts all day long, which is one facet of making a decision. It's one part, right? Or would you rather listen to doctors that are actually in the hospitals giving different types of treatments and finding out which ones are working and which aren't working? That's how practice, that's why it's called a practice, as Lisa said. This isn't a perfect, it's never going to be perfect. Medical, maybe at some point it'll be perfect, but not in our lifetime. Is the medical industry going to be perfect ever? It's a practice. They're trying things. like So they see somebody and go, okay, you have, uh, you're a man who's in his uh, you know 50s who is overall healthy, doesn't smoke, drinks a little bit, uh, and uh, is active. And so we're gonna, this, this drug seems to be working best for the person that fits into those parameters. Uh, but if I was a smoker and had diabetes, then you, the doctor says, okay, that drug is not a good one, but maybe this protocol is different. That's how this whole thing works. But now you removed, you've removed hydroxychloroquine and they're, they're probably going to remove uh, remdixamol, uh, remdixamol. I forget. I can't now say the name. I said it just like 10 seconds ago before I went live. Um, remdixamol, right? Remdixamol. I can't even say the word. You know what I'm saying? That will be removed because it is a treatment, right? Uh, and, and it's a, and I don't know if it's a preventative or not, but um, under perfect circumstances with the right people, this may be something that'll help. And so it, it, this is really crazy that not only do you have the media helping, you've got social media helping and you have politicians on one side of the aisle helping and maybe even on, on the right side of the aisle. Um, and you have Dr. Fauci and you have these leaders that are all not allowing doctors that are actually in the mix, right? That are in the hospitals, in the doctor's office, treating people having no say. They have, they, they've given zero say. And I, I and it'd be like, it's like, it's like the thing with law enforcement, right? You, you have a bunch of politicians making uh, the decisions and, and taking away tools that law enforcement use, but you've never bothered to ask the law enforcement officers, hey, what works when you're out there? They, they don't want to hear what police officers or pe police administrators say about what works out there on the street to reduce crime, right? They, whatever you say, we're not going to listen to because you know nothing about law enforcement. Me sitting here in Washington, D.C. with my bodyguards around me, uh, living in a gated community uh, with my $200,000 uh, refrigerators with ice cream in them, I know how to deal with law enforcement and bad people. You know nothing, police officers. It's the same thing that is going on right now, and it is a ridiculous world. And again, social media is blocking anything that you say positive about law enforcement and that the riots aren't really happening. They're not. They're not happening. That's a myth, right? You have the media, same thing. They're ignoring like, oh, it's per it's, it's, it's mostly peaceful with the building burning behind them. I'm um, sorry about that. April had you up there for a really long time. Um, but uh, it is, is, this is, this is not good. We are not in a good place in regard to this. We, we still live in America. We're going to bring it back. Uh, my friends and I that are willing to speak out. I got my friend, Jordan. I got, uh, I got um, uh, Deanna who I spoke to last night in interview. She's out there speaking out. We got a whole group of people that are, we, we do things every uh, month uh, in regard to showing support for the United States of America and law enforcement. And we're adding people every day and we need to add more, but this is totally ridiculous. And I just don't understand it. All right. I'm going to find another spot here on this thing, uh, on this video with uh, Dell from the high wire. I want to keep giving him credit because I want to use this because I'm afraid it's going to be, get pulled down. So I don't, I don't want to get it pulled down. All right. I hope it doesn't get pulled down, but it will because uh, everything he says here is truth and makes sense. Anything that make that's truth and, and, and has common sense, it's gonna get pulled down. So the other thing I spoke about that I wanna make sure and talk about and have some support from an actual scientist, because I'm not a scientist, 
Dell's not a scientist. He's not a doctor. I'm not a doctor, but we seem to have some pretty good common sense because uh, together we've agreed on these things. If you go back to some of my shows, I said this very same thing. And the, the title of my show reflects that is that we can't hide from the virus. We're going to, at some point, we're going to get it. People that are, uh, you know, we need to hide the people that are vulnerable. We need to hide people uh, that um, are, uh, uh, you know, above 80 years old and keep them clean and, and keep them away from the, until this thing kind of uh, gets mitigated and maybe we can begin to give them the treatment that they're beginning to block, right? And it's, that's all common sense. We've done that for years with other stuff, always. But as I told you months ago, as Dell apparently did too, is that at some point we got to go back out. And what it's going to look like is that we're going to have another peak. It's not another peak. It's the peak that we've been putting off right? We had it come where there was a peak, but then we all shut down. And so the, the peak stopped It's the, and the peak was waiting, right? The peak, it's like I said with the wolves. It's like the wolves outside, they're just out there kind of sleeping, waiting in the bushes because you're inside with your doors locked and your windows locked and the wolves are going, all right, we're, we're, not, we're not going anywhere. We're going to wait for you to come out. Um, and, there, and so there's no wolf attacks because we're inside. We've shut ourselves down. The wolves are still out there, right? They're eating rabbits for the time being. They're having little morsels. They're staying alive, but they what they really want is you, right? And so they're still out there. That doesn't mean they've gone away. That doesn't mean the virus is going to go away either. No, we have other viruses. There's going to be another one. And so we're sitting here in our homes wearing our masks and hiding. But at some point, you know what? I ran out of food. I got to go out. And so what you're going to do is take out a gun with you which would be maybe the hydroxychloroquine, you know, that's the, that's the equivalent. And you're going to mitigate, you're going to, um, uh, you're going to, you have a preventative from being eaten and that is your gun, right? Uh, the hydroxychloroquine, the, the supplements you take in your vitamins, the, uh, the other one I can't pr pronounce for some reason right now, I've, I've lost it. and can, I cannot get it out of my mouth. Um, whatever those treatments are. But uh, but it, but now, apparently, they want to take our guns, too. So um, be, now I've, I've set this up enough. Here we have another doctor, a scientist in Sweden. Sweden has done fantastic, by the way. They've never closed down. They didn't close down their schools, and everything's great. All right, so um, let's go ahead and share. Yeah, I'm using StreamYard. Um, I'm going to go ahead and bring uh, Dale back up. I'm going to mute my mic. And I'm going to play the rest of this here. Um, they're a little bit hard to understand because they have an accent. But um, I apologize. But it's important information. Turn up your volume. Listen to what they have to say. Doctor from Harvard, the lockdowns can only said to have worked once you can walk freely into the street and not see a resurgence. We can't do that because the only thing we've stalled is herd immunity. No one could say it better than this four minutes of one of the top Swedish epidemiologists talking about their approach versus Australia's back in April. Take a look at this. Uh, you've been a strong critic of the idea of lockdowns. Sweden has avoided the sort of lockdowns that we're seeing here in Australia. Tell us your thoughts. Are lockdowns the correct way to go? You introduced me by saying that I would, would say that you got it all wrong. I don't think you got it all wrong, but you painted yourself into a corner and I'm watching with interest how you and 100 other countries will climb out of the lockdown. Because I don't think any government that I know gave a minute's thought about how they would get out of the different lockdowns that are installed. Take your school closure, for example. If you close the schools, when are you going to open them? What's the criteria? I don't think anyone thought about that when the closure was, was decided on. Now, Johan, you said that you think the results are going to be similar across most countries, regardless of the yes. approach they've taken. Can you take us through that? Seeing is a tsunami of a rather mild infection spreading around the globe. And I think there's very little chance to stop it by any measure we take. Most people will become infected by this, and most people won't even notice. We have data now from Sweden that shows that between 98 and 99% of the cases have had a very mild infection or didn't even realize they were infected. Wow. So we have a, this spread of, of this mild disease around the globe, and most of it is happening where we don't see it. It's among people that don't get very sick, spread it to someone else that doesn't get very sick. And what we're looking at is a thin layer at the top of people who do develop disease, an even thinner layer of people that go into intensive care, and an even thinner layer of people who die. But the real outbreak is happening where we don't see it. 
Now, here in Australia, we've done an incredibly good job suppressing it. I'm wondering, do you think we have done too good a job? Is it possible to do too good a job suppressing it in the early stages, such that then you don't ever wind up being able to take the foot off the, the brake, as it were, on your restrictions? But I'm, uh, you may succeed, and New Zealand may also succeed. But I've been asking myself, when uh, New Zealand or Australia has stamped out every case in the country, what do you do for the next 30 years? Will you close your borders completely, quarantine for everyone who's going to Australia or New Zealand? Because the disease will be out there. I don't know how you're going to handle that, but um, that's your problem. <laughs> but you think that at the end of the day, they're all pretty much going to end up with the same fatalities, the same results, uh, the same yep. uh, deaths, regardless of what measures they took. Explain that. Basic, basically, I think that's the same. Because, like I said, the real epidemic is invisible and it's going on all the time around us. The other thing with the lockdown is when you open it, you will have more cases. So the countries who pride themselves in having few deaths now will get, get these deaths when they start lifting the lockdown. Now, you mentioned that the overwhelming majority of people who get this disease have no symptoms or very minimal symptoms. Do we even know yes. the real fatality rate of coronavirus? And what is no. it? Well, it's around 0.1%. We were told it was 3% initially, 2%. Uh, are you saying now if it's 0.1, that's pretty much the same fatality rate as the regular flu, isn't it? Mm, I think it's a bit higher, actually. I have said before in Sweden that this is like a severe influenza. I don't think that's completely true. It will be a bit more severe than influenza, but not okay. maybe double, but not tenfold. Mm -hmm. Sorry, yes. Sorry, Professor, you've said the best policy, the correct policy would simply be to protect the old and the frail. Is that correct? Yes. And that's Absolutely. the Swedish, Swedish. The Swedish model has sort of two pillars. One is only use measures that are evidence-based. And there are two that are evidence-based. And one is washing hands is good. We've known that for 150 years since uh, Zemmelweis in, in Austria a long time ago. The other is social distancing. If you don't get too close to other people, they won't infect you. And the third may be trust people. People are not stupid. If you tell them what's good for them, they will do what you say. You don't need this soldiers in the street and police and it's unnecessary. I have a feeling Sweden is going to have a population explosion over the next year or so. But look at that prediction, right? I just want to show you all the way back in April because they were being ridiculed, right? Well, your death rate is higher than everybody else. But they're trying to say, yeah, but we are on the verge of herd immunity. We are not going to have to deal with this months down the road like the rest of you. So get to the end of the outbreak and then let's all tally up and see who had more deaths. And what he's saying, they're going to die. Those that are going to die from this are going to die. Those are going to catch it are going to have to catch it. It's just the way of the world. It's the way it's always been. He's not a visionary. He's not a psychic. He is a historian of science. He's somebody that has read all of his textbooks and knows we're going to deal with this the way we always have. Just because the WHO decided to create an opportunity out of a virus and try and sell a vaccine, so change the way we've ever approached this before doesn't mean Sweden has to. And by the way, where are they at right now with the plummeting lines? They're saying things like masks. We don't see a need for masks. We see no point in wearing a face mask, Sweden's top virus expert says, as he touts the country's improving COVID numbers. Meanwhile, one of the countries that was, you know, that was being pointed to as having done really well was Japan. Somewhere they said, people have been saying to me, well, Japan wears the masks and See, it does work. I mean, Japan really didn't see an outbreak. Well, now look at Japan's graphs. Japan braces for looming second wave amid dramatic spike in COVID-19 cases. And there's what it looks like. They're now going up and up and up and up, like cities that are trying to open here in America. It's just obvious. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. This is just obvious. This is science. It <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. And again, I was talking about that back then. I said, wait, when we open back up, everybody's going to start screaming that everything's coming back. I'm sorry, I'm going to fix my camera there. I hate it when my part of my whiteboard is cut off. Um, but it's just, uh, it, <laughs> that's what I was saying. And Dell and I are on the same page. I'm 100% with them. Is that, listen, we got to go through this. And Rebecca, you know, she apologized for the long uh, message here, but her uh, comment, but 
uh, and I'm going to be blocked, but that's okay. Nobody needs to see me. Uh, but I love what she said here. I understand everyone's frustration and all the precautions. I truly do. I personally know I, a few who have died from COVID. I, I know of none, but um, I, I'm sure that there's somebody in my circle that probably knows somebody that has as well. And that's not what she wrote. That's my own. Um, I'm just pitching in. Uh, and I have a 13 year old son with congenital heart defect who has uh, had four open heart surgeries. He is medically fragile, but I do not believe the entire country needs to be shut down because of this. It's my job to keep my child protected from the virus, just like the flu and everything else. Not anyone else's job. We can't escape a virus. So we must move on as a country. Uh, that was on there. Did you type more? It's not showing up for some reason. Maybe there's a limit. Uh, I'll have to look on Facebook. But um, yeah, uh, Rebecca, thank you for that. I do appreciate that because you are uh, one of, uh, of of the many people who understand that people are going to, yeah, we have people that are vulnerable and we just have to protect them. That is our job as parents. That is our job as um, uh, sons and daughters of the elderly is that we have to protect them. What do we need to do to protect them? We've that's always been our job, protect them when necessary. Uh, but that doesn't mean that um, the uh, PK burger has to shut down uh, and all those people have to lose their job because I have somebody in my life who, or even myself, I am susceptible to getting something that may make me die. That's not their fault, right? And so I need to stay home. I need to protect myself or I need to protect somebody that I uh, love. Um, uh, Amy, who uh, just a few moments ago said triple drug combo of anti-malaria pill, hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin. Um, I knew I could get that out, azithromycin. Uh, and uh, zinc improved coronavirus patients' chances by being discharged and cut death risk by almost 50%, study finds. Uh, it's great. I think she put the link here. Uh, if I'm correct, not everybody's going to see it because wherever she's at, you guys will see it. I, I'm, I'm guessing it might be my personal page. If I can copy that, I can't copy it from here. Um, but Rebecca, you are fine. That was a, a great comment and I wish I could see the rest of it, but I, I hopefully it just ended it as a country, I think is what you're saying there. Um, but, um, I hope this has been helpful. I, I again, I, I came on an odd time and I kind of rushed it out without a whole, like just series of things I want to talk about because I think those two videos from uh, Dell's uh, show today uh, that he did live. And again, uh, if you if you can find it, I have it on my personal page, so it's there. Go ahead and, and watch it. I, I think it's well worth it. It's, a, it's, a, it's like my show, it goes on a little bit long, it's an hour, but every bit, of, every bit of it is fantastic. Every bit of his show today is fantastic. Not just because my friend Lisa Coach is on there, but uh, because uh, there's a lot of information, other guests that are on there that, that know a lot of, about this thing. And that we simply, it all ends in this. It always ends in this. We need to open up our country. We need to put everybody back to work. We need to stop paying people more to stay home. Uh, our schools need to open. We need to protect those people that are vulnerable. Wash your hands, social distance when you can. Um, and, um, and we need to get through it. We, there's gonna be a spike. People are going to get sick. People are going to get it. Again, I think I had it because of the symptoms that I gave the doctor back in April. She seemed to think, well, you, you probably don't have it, uh, but stay home. And when you get worse, give us a call, right? That was the solution that Kaiser had at the time. Uh, I took a bunch of supplements that Dr. Coach gave me. Uh, it seemed to make everything go away. I've been, I felt great. I felt healthy. Um, and so uh, perhaps I, I don't know. Uh, if this is true or not, but if I did have it, perhaps uh, now I have a little bit of immunity to it. I don't know. It would be great um, uh, if that was the, the case. I have uh, uh, four kids. I have, I have five kids, totally four kids that are in school right now. I would send every one of my children to school tomorrow. Um, and uh, I know I, I, I fight this all the time. I have a bill. You're going to kill your children. Uh, all right. I don't see the proof. Uh, zero children have died of COVID-19 in California. But a, a, during this pandemic, a number of children have died of suicide. A number of children have probably died from the flu. I don't know what the number is because you are uh, one, uh, one out of 100,000 uh, children are more likely to die from the flu than uh, versus one, point, one, one child out of 1.5 million uh, has a chance of dying from uh, COVID-19. So I don't see the proof that we need to stay closed because of COVID-19. If anything, which I'm not saying this because I don't want them to do it, we, we should have closed for the flu a long time ago <laughs> because in uh, one out of every 100,000 for the, the influenza, one out of every 100,000 has a chance of dying of influenza. One out of every 1.5 million in the United States has a chance of dying of COVID-19, children. Um, and so 
this makes no sense. And I know I'll, I'll get, I'll get heartache. I'll get, I'll get messages from people saying, we got to shut down. You are crazy. Well, call me crazy. Uh, let's see what uh, Ashley has to say. Our Victoria uh, state has just been shut down in all businesses. If everyone just stayed home when they were sick, we wouldn't uh, be in this mess. Yeah. If you're sick, stay home. <laughs> what is wrong? What is wrong? It's kind of the same thing when uh, you have parents that send their kids to school and they're sick. A bunch of other kids get sick. It's, it's always the same thing. This isn't the brain surgery. This isn't new. If you're sick, stay home. Take your supplements. Is there any shock? Let's just say that America has more of whatever because, right? We know we have more people sh being shown they're effective because we do, what is it, 60 million tests and the next closest is 12 million. India does has done 12 million. I mean, it's astronomical, the numbers of people we've tested. We're identifying people that have all kinds of stuff probably with all these tests. But is there any wonder, right, for that fact that we're testing more? But the other thing is we know that Americans have been so unhealthy over the last several decades, right? We've been getting unhealthier now in the way that we eat, right? There's a large number of the population who works out and they, they eat much better and they work out and that kind of stuff. But there's some portions of our country, right? Of people that still smoke, that still eat horribly and don't take care of themselves, right? And is there any wonder, again, who, where, who what, what people, who, who gets affected? That's the word. Who gets affected more in our country from COVID-19? The unhealthy. Right. So be healthy. <laughs> Take your supplements. Eat better. Move more often. Shut your pie hole. Right. Stop being fat. Jesus. And if you're sick, if you're sick, stay home. Like uh, Ashley said, Ashley. Yes. Another statement between you and uh, Rebecca. Just your statements are just like, what? <laughs> yes, you can. You should be the doctor. Ashley should be the Dr. Fauci. Right. And, uh, you know, you know, to change sexes or anything, but, and then, um, uh, Rebecca should be the, uh, the other lady, the lady that wears all the scarves. I forgot her name for some reason. I can't remember her name. Right. They should be looking to you for advice, not these nitwits. Right. They have, they have something in the game. Uh, they have something there. Uh, right. I, I have never been a conspiracy theorist and I'm sorry. I know that I said I was going to keep this short, but I've never been a conspiracy uh, theorist and all this stuff, but between, Whatever, everything that I'm now learning, and as a sex crime detective uh, for years, and it, it nearly destroyed my life, being a, a sex crime, the child abuse cases and molestations that I had to investigate, that kind of stuff, nearly nearly cost me my sanity. And well, not, well I still, yeah, there, there's some questions about that, but nearly cost me my sanity and nearly cost me my life. And I have this thing, I really don't want to dive into it, but it's drawing me in child trafficking for sex and human trafficking for sex and human trafficking period for slavery um, is really catching my radar and really, oh, and there's this, there's this, um, uh, there's this feeling that you're going, well, really, can there be all, how is all this happening in this dark world that we don't know? Is it really, and I'm beginning to see it. I'm beginning to really see what they're talking about in regard to Hollywood, what they're talking about with um, um, uh, uh, Epstein, who didn't kill himself, by the way, and uh, the, the, his, his girlfriend and, and everything. God, you know, it, it's, there's, there's some stuff out there. Dr. Bricks. Yeah. Rebecca, you can be Dr. Bricks. <laughs> The smart one. I don't know. Right? She's. I'm all about the charts. I'm all about the numbers. All right. Well, how about talking to the doctors? Sorry, you, the Dr. Bricks just pisses me off too. Not as much as Fauci. Fauci really pisses me off and Bricks pisses me off uh, just a little bit less. Um, but uh, this conspiracy between them, Dr. Fauci and Bricks and all the rest of them, they, they have something in there that, that this that's, that there's something wrong. There's definitely something wrong when we're, you're blocking treatments, when you're blocking um, things that could, uh, you know, preventative medicine, when you're blocking, when you're doing this, right. And the doctors now are starting to go, okay, we've had it. You know, we've tried, we've tried to overlook the fact that when somebody dies of a car crash with and their head gets cut off and you're putting it down as a COVID-19, we've, we've ignored that for a little while that somebody dying of stage four cancer, right. With their bottles, their bodies riddled with cancer. And when they die, they also have the COVID-19 they're going down as a COVID-19 death, not as a cancer death, right. We've, we've kind of overlooked that and tried to ignore that because we understand that the, the, the hospital, will get 
13 to $16,000 uh, from the government from that, from a COVID-19 death, as opposed to six or $7,000 from a, a, some other kind of death. So we, we know, you know, we, we understand why we need to kind of just kind of like put COVID-19 and kind of, you know, cover our eyes. Right. But now when you're, when you're now really are truly killing people between uh, uh, Cuomo putting a uh, COVID-19 positive, uh, patients into nursing homes, thousands of them and killing tens of thousands of, of elderly, which if you were to take that number out of those murdered people, that our numbers would be even lower. We'd be far more uh, a, a, a test case for the world. If you were to take out all of Cuomo's um, uh, murdered uh, victims, um, that would be different if you would... Um, if you would simply give us uh, the ability to use something that give us a treatment and a, and a preventative, things would be so different. But you, when you have the media, when you have a, a, a level, a, a certain level of the government, which is which is part of the problem, and you have social media, you really uh, this is that's a huge part of our world that is we're allowed. We have allowed Americans, not Democrats, Americans. Right. I, I uh, Democrats right now to me are not Americans, either as Antifa, neither as BLM. I know that's harsh. Just write something bad. I don't care. You have that group of people. They're not American. We have a group of Americans that have stayed silent and not spoken up against it. But now we have uh, Americans like Dr. Coach. We have uh, Americans like the group of doctors who are on Capitol Hill in a microphone and all their videos got shut down. Those are Americans. We got uh, Kaylee uh, McEnany, who's an American. You got Trump, who's an American. He's making his mistakes. He's he's kind of in the middle here. He's got to he's got to go along a little bit or else he'll lose everything. Right. They'll really attack him. And so there's a little bit. I understand that the, the that he's in the worst position um, of anybody. But I still think he's making decisions based on, uh, you know, American, the best for America, as opposed to what's best for me to get elected. There's a huge difference, right? When you're making decisions for, uh, you know, that are, that's best for America, isn't always those things that will get you reelected. And he's making those decisions and doesn't care. So I'm off my soapbox, but I, I, I'm going to probably never be off it, but I'm just kind of one foot's off the soapbox. Um, I'm going to get off now. Uh, and I appreciate uh, Larry uh, who just posted to you. You are, you are crazy. Guess I'm crazy too. <laughs> I like that. Um, but uh, let's see. Oh, I already read that one, Ashley. You are so good. Ashley, Rebecca, Amy, April. Um, who else was on here with me? Uh, Corinder, nice to see you. Um, and there we go. There's a couple other people that are watching, but you're not commenting. I, I don't know why, but uh, you probably either disagree with me and you don't want to, you don't want to post, but I, 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 I do. You should have seen my uh, thing last night. This one last night. Um, uh, and, and for some reason, StreamYard did not exit. I ended, hit the end broadcast. Uh, April, tell me if this happened to you too in private message. I hit end broadcast and then the second end broadcast. And yet I was still on. And I was talking to my guest uh, for, oh, Maureen's late. You're going to have to, I'm getting off now, Maureen. <laughs> you're going to have to watch the whole thing. Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, but it's a good one. You're going to want to make sure and watch this whole thing, Maureen. Um, but um, uh, the comments coming out of Twitter and Twitch, man, those people are crazy. There's a different audience on Twitch. Number one, there's a different audience on Twitter, if you don't know. So I broadcast on Facebook right now. I'm, I'm on uh, five Facebook pages, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch all at the same time. The, um, uh, oh, thank you, Ula. Ula came on who was just watching but not commenting. Totally agreeing with you. Thank you. Thank you, Ula. I appreciate that very much. You don't have to, by the way, to watch the show. I And that's kind of my point from yesterday. You should have seen. Uh, some of the comments come. I didn't put them all up, but there were some nasty comments coming up uh, yesterday. Um, and I normally like to put them all up, but my, I was trying to be respectful to my guest uh, because they were being very disrespectful. Uh, but my guest was fantastic. If you need my show, see my show with uh, Deanna Lorraine uh, yesterday, a true American, another great American who's speaking out. Um, uh, watch that show. I, I think she did a great job. And then at the end, you're going to see us talking behind the scenes because uh, I ended the broadcast yet. The camera was still on. Very strange. I'm not sure what happened. All right, I'm gonna see if it happens this time. If I'm still on, I'm gonna stay on for a little bit. You guys tell me if you can still see me uh, after I end this show. I'll come back on after my um, after my video. All right, my friends. Uh, again, uh, go ahead and, and check out my sponsors. That'd be fantastic. I would appreciate that very much. And uh, until probably later tonight, this may be a double show day again today. All right, I'll talk to you later. Take care. Thanks for watching. Bye.
All right, I'm going to end the show now. And you tell me in the comments if you still see me.